Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the K2 Podcast. Uh, I believe this is a live uh, stream that we got going up here. Uh, it's kind of a special occasion. It wasn't something that I was anticipating on us uh, doing. Um, but nonetheless, we are here and we are going to be doing it. Um, so what prompted this, obviously, is everybody's seen on TV today um, with what's going on in D.C. There's some other stuff that maybe D.C. is distracting our attention from, but we're definitely going to talk about a lot of this stuff. Uh, we got a little bit of a different setup because this was kind of an impromptu. Uh, Quite. It was yeah. literally, what, 8 o'clock when yeah. we messaged each other and it was like, dude, let's we got to get, you know, get on out there and you know, cover some of the stuff that people, you know, work nine to five may not have been able to stay up to par on what really occurred. Cause this, everything in like DC, for instance, happened very swiftly. I, I remember at noon, you know, I was working on my car today to get that up and running. And, uh, you know, I'm having my lunch at around noon and I finished up about two forty. And next thing I know, you know, saying, you know, us capital is been, is under siege. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, no, it was definitely wild. Um, so, it's definitely a lot that's transpired, so we figured we'd you know, do an impromptu episode and kind of see what's going on uh, and kind of cover a little bit of that stuff. So we've got, obviously, my co-host here, Jamie. Um, also, we're going to have a buddy uh, joining in on the call, give us some of his thoughts. He's on the uh, opposite side of the nation, so we kind of see what they're thinking Indeed. about and kind of get a little bit of a... What it looks like from their angle, you know, right? We're and I wonder, the East Coast just below DC. Well, and that's right what I was saying. Like our governor has issued a state of emergency, and we're not even in the District of Columbia, and you know we're sending resources up there to assist and stuff like that from here in Virginia. But I wonder what kind of preparations, like you said, on the other side of the country, have they really said? Have you know what are governors? How are the governors addressing some of these topics and? uh things of that nature so it's kind of interesting to see and hear about what's going on um and it's kind of really what throws this off is we just talked about this last uh monday tuesday episode where we discussed the protest protesters arriving in dc you know we covered that briefly about how they were coming out there to protest and so forth the next thing we know not only did they arrive but they arrived with a bang apparently <laughs> yeah i don't know if reality um is i don't even say as much as it pains me but to see our country in this kind of shape and what right. they're doing i don't care if you're republican democrat whatever affiliation you have yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm i don't know if disgusted is the word but i'm pretty i'm pretty like I, I, you're irate I, I don't know I, I almost would want to say I'm, I'm hurt in some aspects well i mean you should be you know everybody should have such pride and uh and uh where they uh come from and for instance your country is your the backbone you know it's your home and when you see it with such divide and such struggle it can you know it can it can do some damage to you and make you feel some type of way yeah well i think what we can do is i think we have a little bit of the um what's going on over in congress so i think we can get that up on the tv back there yeah so we'll just kind of let that play do we have any audio on that yeah we do first thing you'll there see there we go well let's just all let's, i can let's say hear a little bit about what's going on is uh count me out enough is enough i've tried to be helpful but when this wisconsin supreme court ruled four to three that they didn't violate the supreme uh, the constitution of wisconsin i agree with the three but i accept the four if Al Gore can accept 5-4, he's not president. I can accept Wisconsin 4-3. Pennsylvania, 
It went to the Second Circuit. So much for all the judges being in Trump's pocket. They said, no, you're wrong. I accept the Pennsylvania Second Circuit that Trump's lawsuit wasn't, wasn't right. Georgia, they said the Secretary of State took the law in his own hands. He changed the election laws lawfully. A federal judge said, no, I accept the federal judge even though I don't agree with it. Fraud. They said there's 66,000 people in Georgia under 18 voted. How many people believe that? I asked, give me 10, and I had one. They said 8,000 felons in prison in Arizona voted. Give me 10, I hadn't gotten one. Does that say there's, there's problems in every election? I don't buy this. Enough's enough. Hmm. We got to end it. Vice so just to kind of go over a little bit of this, I don't want to play too do, much of this, um, but can't. we'll check in on them a little bit later and see what's going on. You can pause that if you want. But one of the weird things about this is like, I have never been one of those guys who have really severely bought into this whole election fraud thing. Um, I know some people are on the fence about it. A lot of people have a lot of different takes. And um, right. I had me personally, it stings. But I think you and I had a conversation about this when it first went down and Biden was kind of announced. The winner. I was like, yeah. it's like a Band-Aid. It fucking sucks. But we got to pull it off. Like, right. Just you just get, it off take the acceptance. Off, right. You know? And it's, it really it, it pains me. It's a hard L. It's a hard <laughs> L. Exactly. It's a very hard L. And it pains me because it, it's just one of those things where I'm thinking to myself, like, dang, do I believe that there's some election fraud going on? Certainly. But it's been like that for election after election. Even when Hillary, there was there was votes for her that were fraudulent. Right. Trump won, so we basically chalked it up as, oh, don't worry about it. Our guy won, so it's okay. You know, right. Like they just chucked it up. But see, Trump, that's one of the mistakes that he made um, when he did become president. When he noticed that there was election fraud, even though he won, he should have done something about it. Then. Started probing exactly. and figuring he out. Should have been like, okay, right. there's election, but now that he's lost, now it's a problem. Right. And that's not cool. You know. So. So now it's almost like he's dug his own grave in some sense. Um, so I, I just don't know that. I just don't know exactly what to say. You know, like I, I'm just stumped by it all because it's just one of those things where he's had an opportunity to do something. I don't really buy into the election fraud. And I'm not saying that a fraud didn't happen. I'm just saying like it's not even if I don't believe there was enough to overturn the results of the election. And I know some people may come out, oh, there's some kind of leftist ideology or some leftist idea, you know what I'm saying? But this is not a leftist point, you know? I mean, there, it's, there's no, every time, I mean, like, for example, and, and Republicans are to blame for this a little bit because they baited a lot of us. They baited us because there was that one lady, I'm going to release the Kraken. <laughs> Where the fuck did the Kraken go? Because I haven't seen the Kraken. I don't you think many people have. Exactly. And there was all this, hey, well, get, just wait. We got the evidence. It's coming out. Right. It's kind of like kind of like the uh, exactly. State Farm guy. Tell, you got to be yeah, quicker than yeah. that. Yeah. Ooh, I got a dollar. I'm going to be quicker than that. So it's like we kept getting baited into thinking, and we're being trolled. It almost felt like I was being trolled. And I'm because I wanted to believe – I don't know, maybe this is exposing myself a little bit, but I almost did want to believe that maybe there was some sort of fraud or something. I wanted to be like, you know what, because I was shocked. I really thought there's no way Biden would win this. He's ran for president several other times in the past. Never won. It never came close to amassing these amount of voters. I mean, um, 
he's not very popular among leftists and the and, and the left wing. Right, so and we talked about that briefly. To is that this was a what do you call it? Almost like a repeat of the 2016 election with Hillary, where people right. just didn't want Hillary, so they were saying that's why a lot of people voted Trump because they just didn't want Hillary. Right. It's almost like now it seems like. People are going towards, we just didn't want Trump, so we voted Biden. Right. That's my explanation of it. Right. But then you get hit with a lot of people saying, there's no way that Trump or Biden is the most popular man in America, outbeating uh, Biden. Bar- or, uh, Barack Obama, votes. yeah. Exactly, beating Barack Obama in votes. Biden has the most votes ever of any in US, presidential U.S. history that's yeah. been documented. And it's hard to believe. Like, that's hard to believe that this is the guy that we wanted to put up. So is it really an anti-Trump vote, or is it some kind of, you know, sinister, you know, Reagan and stuff going on? I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Right. Well, you know, what kind of uh, grinds my gears a little bit about it is, you know, Biden has also done a fair share of digging his own grave. You know, he's been on the record. He's been in politics for so long, and he's been on the record, you know, stating uh various racial ju- judgments on people i mean he's just dug his own grave too but you know a lot of people have a, like you said i guess it was better than trump type of scenario and i mean i guess people just can't harbor in some of the truth and some of that is uh definitely you can see it in the votes you know in in a sense you can see it in the numbers yeah i don't know it's just I guess I don't want to get too far away. Like I said, I do believe that this is something that's been going on in our country for years is this whole fraud thing. But since Trump lost, now all of a sudden it's a problem. Right. And that's where I kind of have an issue with, you know, I mean, I can go on record. But if you ever won something, Mm -hmm. let's just say you and I are in a tournament together and I I won. Or no, let's change that. You won. All right. And you're like, man, a lot of people are saying that you know, there was something at play here, like a cheat here. Are you going to really investigate that for the off chance that this could be overturned outside of your favor now? And then it would, then I would be in charge of whatever we you, you lost versus you? Would you probe into it? You know? I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe, um, maybe because it's the right thing to do, or maybe because you'd actually consider that, hey, maybe I didn't win right, this. Well, that's the thing, though. It's it's that so that's where it kind of boils down to. That's what they're getting at with Trump. That they're saying, okay, you had an opportunity to do the right thing, right? Even though you won, start off on doing the right thing. What's wrong with you know just saying, oh well, I won. Well, I mean, was there was there far more transparency? Why didn't Hillary have so much push? If if there was, why didn't she push into the fraud? And she has far more power than Biden did. Wasn't enough to overturn an election. Okay. So it wasn't worth it the wasn't man hours. Enough. Exactly. So she's like, "Hey, I, I lost it. I'm not going to get this." And it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a blow. It was a tough loss. Sure. Like it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, a close run. I said it wasn't a close run. It was just bang, bang. Right. You know. She didn't want to lose to Trump for sure. No. It's just one of those things. I'm not really sure where we go from here. I just know that we can't continue on like this as a country. I mean, with this divide now. I mean, from what I saw, I mean, this, I, a, they keep saying a woman was killed, but this was a 16-year-old girl. Was it? Yes. Yeah, she's 16 years old. And wow. And she's now dead. And so can't, can't even legally child. vote. So, Cody, do you have something like, to put on this? Hold on. Sure. Yeah, let me stop you there. It's not a it's not a 16-year-old girl. This was an Air Force actual veteran. Are you huh. sure? Because I've been yes. hearing conflicting reports on that. 
Let me go pull her up really fast. Give me yeah, two do seconds. that. I'll so we'll, we'll and even if you, if you have an article, you can uh, send it to me too, yeah, and so we'll pull it up. Yeah, so 16-year-old girl struck and killed. Oh, that looks like something that was. So it was you actually. It looks like the 22-year-old was killed by a stray bullet in DC's first homicide. That was one day ago. I don't know. I, maybe I'm getting it twisted here. I mean, it's. Seems like some conflicting stuff. While, while we're researching that, we're gonna check back in on to the yeah, uh, we'll take a look at that. see what uh their what Congress is uh going on with. <laughs> the mob has done something nobody else could do to get me and Rand to agree. As well Rand is Facebook right. censorship and Twitter has both pulled down Donald Trump's accounts Certainly. for twenty four hours as well. Yeah, we have seen that. Um, which they allege that if he doesn't remove the tweets, it'll remain locked. So they're waiting for him to remove the tweets. As yeah, well, well they're going to scrub it regardless. Yeah, you know, it they're... looks yep. like they're going to completely remove him from Twitter uh, within the coming days. I'm sure as soon as he's out of office, he'll be perma banned, like uh, perma banned, like, like the ban hammer. So they're going to do him like Alex Jones. So a woman shot and killed at the peaceful protest was Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Okay, good to know. But it is something like you said, though. You know, that, that is somebody's that daughter. It's it, better that somebody lost it's, their life, but it's not a child. Yeah, right. Really it's not some 16-year-old out there that is probably being fed an ideology. You know, she's being fed some kind of idea of extremism that, you know, ended her life so soon if, in fact, she was, like you said, a child at 16. And, um, you know, it's still a great loss. You know, we lost a service member regardless, you know, um, so it's still a great loss. Anybody's life is a great loss, but because it, you know, nobody should have lost their life today in in this demonstration. Um, unfortunately, it happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, I I I didn't see it coming. Yeah. And you know, I know I saw on um, I want to say CBS actually they showed a clip of her. She was just laid on the ground, and they're just asking her where are you hit, yeah, and she's just bleeding graphic. from the neck. I mean, it's actually very graphic. Yeah, I've, I've and it was um. You know, we won't show it here on the podcast because it is graphic and we don't want to be insensitive to, you know, her family. But um, it is extremely graphic, the clip. And, I mean, I don't know why necessarily she was hit. I don't know. She pushed towards the guard. Could have been like an accidental fire out of reflex. We don't know. But, you know, it's, it's, it is tragic that the demonstration got that far for someone to lose their life. Yeah, and... This is one thing that's really bothering me, and this is where you hear a lot of conflicting reports about what is it called with um, Antifa infiltrating this uh, event as well. Right. Um, so I'm not really sure. I, I, I'm sure there's some of that going on. Right. Um, but I, I guess what I'm getting at is there's with this type of stuff – it makes it hard to consider yourself either um, a right winger or a conservative and so because you know i've always considered myself that way and i feel like the more we go on a little bit i detach from that and i'm not speaking that um, i'm somehow moving to the left but it's more so uh independently like right. I'm more so becoming more independent on my thoughts and looking at things from a right is right wrong is wrong type <laughs> of thing right um and just my own moral grounding and my own moral standings and stuff like that because when you look at it things we like need this, to Go ahead. We really need to de- ditch the two-party system. That's the problem. Yes. They're creating so much division with this two-party system, and that's all that 
we're we're being pawns right now and that's the problem we're just they want us to fight each other instead of actually knowing what's going on in our country and actually trusting our government i can't disagree i can't disagree with you on that point and i mean that's kind of how i see it as well and i mean he brings up a very good point thanks cody for that because that's kind of how i've been feeling um a lot of this and and it's also any and any thoughts like there's been there was another party i'm not sure what it was but anytime that there's any kind of other political group that comes to try to do like a bring together type of thing they shut it down it's censored it's like it's it's just totally get on the road any yeah any kind of stuff like there was a twitter account i want to say it was something under the name unity party or something like that hmm. where it's basic now it's kind of cringe name don't get me wrong i mean that's what you need a pr agent lines, for and it was just like it instantly just got smothered out you know it's like uh, but why would i mean like obviously we know i mean well i won't say we obviously know why but we we have a good general idea why they would you know censor out something like this but this is something that we should all explore as an american we should explore new and better ways to come together and bring our country together you know, nothing brought us together more than, you know, um, events that have happened, whether it be, you know, something as drastic as 9-11. America was really strong then. There was people waiting to sign up for the military. They wanted to be there for their country. They wanted to be a part of it. Pearl Harbor, same scenario. I mean, it was just, it, it's just events like that bring America together, you know, a tragedy like that. And, you know, it could be, an outcome like this, a tragedy could bring us together, but we should all want to be brought together. We shouldn't have to have, like you said, left or right. So, you know, there should be some middle ground. Right, exactly. So just to go on a little bit about what I was speaking about, about this unity thing. Right. So it says Unity 2020 has been banned on Twitter. So it's allegedly a website. So Unity 2020 has been banned on Twister, Twitter. Thursday night, this was back in August, so it's been some time since this has happened. Yeah, middle of the year. Thursday night, articles of Unity supporters began trending globally on Twitter by using the hashtag, just say no to Donald and Joe. So it was just like, you know, a thing where they're just trying to come together, say, hey, screw on both the whole two-party system. Yeah. It's, it's about unity, I guess, was their genuine message. But then, the day before, Twitter suspended the Articles of Unity account indefinitely. And what's worse, they have banned users from even sharing the link to articlesofunity.org. Wow. So this is what I'm getting at as far as they, it seems like they're really pressing this whole two-party system. And it's, it's the only way to keep the divide here. you know. And then if anybody tries to take the middle ground, you're somehow – you don't have a backbone. You, you right. know, you're attacked and ridiculed because you're not saying, hey, I'm far right – you know, fuck that. This was a stolen election, and I, I just don't feel that way. Am I a Trump supporter? Certainly. But now I could be ridiculed and say, you're not a Trump supporter because you don't believe the election wasn't rigged. Right. You know what I'm I just believe the man laws. There's a lot of things that I could be critical of Trump, you know? Now, I feel like there's far more that I can be critical of Biden, you know what Sure. I mean, I mean it ain't Biden like it makes it hard on us. Trump, <laughs> like, the whole bump stock ban I think Trump pulled out on us. That was an unexpected thing. Yeah. A lot of people were pissed off about it. A lot of people. It, yeah. was, it was a headliner. So, uh, he went on with that. He really, uh, granted, he had a lot of obstacles, but this wall that got promised never got completed. Yes, yeah, some of it got put up. Some of it was put yeah, up, and really but no. Um, there's so many other things that you can point to like that. Um, 
And there was a lot of times in his speeches, I know I'm one of those people that he's not here to cater to your feelings or none of this stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not like, yeah, screw the feelings part. Like, who cares? But at some point, you do have to carry yourself away, give speeches to the people in a manner that is not so divisive. Like, when they add, like, this is one thing that I've been struggling with because for me personally, this is my personal beliefs, but I can also see how somebody else would be upset. Mm -hmm. So, for an example, when the whole Proud Boys thing went down during the debates, and they say, well, would you tell the Proud Boys to... Stand down and, and decease says, or whatever yeah, it is. He says, yeah. well, stand Cease and down. Yeah, but he didn't fully say that. He was just like, well, just stand by. You know, he said, yeah, oh, those right. Well, those are, you know, there's... Go ahead. There's, there's, there's a lot more to that because it wasn't just stand down. Now, remember, because you had the speaker that was talking to him at the time and also being at the same time being like, you know, do you disavow... Like right, him and Biden, the, the speaker know, and, and, the, like, yeah, and Biden absolutely. were both pressuring and them to They were do both that. at the same time. Exactly. That's we're, the thing. And so it created this clip, which is what they were wanting. They yeah, wanted I agree. But as the president, even me, my personal self, he shouldn't have allowed that to happen. He should have said, I denounce white supremacy right off the bat. But he's he done it in multiple, he's done it on multiple situations. The thing, he should have just answered it. Now, we again, I'm Trump on the with, with you, what you guys are pointing out, what you kind of saying, I agree with it. Because I'm like, obviously, he denounces white supremacy. There's clips of it in the past. Yeah. I don't understand how you could be so dumb to think that he's on board with that. You right. Know, I don't see that now. I'm probably, you know, I'll probably get flat just for making that statement. But the point is, I feel like he set it up to give them fuel for this. He's, but he's done that on multiple scenarios, you know, like he constantly wouldn't just shut up, you know, you kind of like kept adding kindling and just letting it burn. Yeah, exactly. That led to his downfall for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to do a total roast on Donald Trump. He could do that easily himself, you know, it's like, it's just the whole point is there's a plan of opportunities where he could have stepped up in, a, in certain roles. He could have carried himself yeah, in a better a, mannerism. A leader, you know, instead of being this, like, mega troll, you know? And, you know, I have to consider that, too. Be, like, as, like you say, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, for instance, um, you know, Donald Trump is a businessman. He's conducted several businesses, you know, like, meetings. You know, he knows how to act professionally. He knows how to tread lightly in a, in a business meeting and stuff, uh, you know, when he's in negotiations. So, and he has a support team at, the, at his fingertips to help him write his articles, his speeches, or whatever. I well, mean, no, like, you shouldn't... I'm, I'm just saying, like, it helps you. Like, hey, man, I'm... I like that he, that he or, like, you know... Well, I like that he had the freedom that he spoke what he wanted to yes. speak. It wasn't written for him, but I'm saying it's not hard for him to say, hey, this is what I wrote, you know... How can I say this better? Or is there a better word for this? You know, it could have been uh, at least looked over type of thing, you know, and revised. Yeah. It shouldn't have Don't, been just Donald so Trump's rough draft. Never been an eloquent speak- no, speaker. No, he's by never been means. an eloquent speaker. And I don't, and you know, like I said, I don't really I don't, focus on that. I don't really, to me, that's not an important part of what the president should be. I know that's been what we've had for how many years? I mean, I mean know, consistent. Coming off of Obama, you know, who was polar opposites as far as speeches go. Oh, yeah. Um, regardless, I've ne- I don't really support Bo- Obama in any policy, any, like, <laughs> there was bare, bare minimum that I liked about Obama, right? But I was I, duped. I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're man enough to admit it. But, well, he, but this yeah. is where I think played into it. His ability to deliver a speech and <laughs> make promises... Duped. 
Oh, he's great. Immaculate. It was immaculate. He did. He had a sort of flow to him. It was just he could work a stage. Yes. So I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that the DNC has just called on the 25th Amendment now to actually remove President Trump. So the GOP may soon announce the court. So um, a lot of a lot of stuff is happening, and um, it's, it's let's very take a interesting. look, Andrew. Let's see if we can hear what's going on in the in the in the Congress. Let's see what's going on. Now, are you guys aware that Lynn Wood's account was also pulled down too? Yes, uh, I, I heard speculation it was gone, but it was still up last time I checked. Has it been all taken of which down? were dismissed? The Arizona yeah. Supreme Court, a body where all justices. Have but been we're not surprised for them to call on the Twenty Fifth Amendment, like you said. Um, no. we spoke about earlier, Cody. Was that uh, you know they were already referring to Pence as president, not exactly. vice president. So we're not surprised that this has occurred. No, well, they've been addressing Pence here as Mr. President all night. Yeah, but and you know what? Is, I wouldn't be surprised to see this almost fly by unanimous. And I believe it has to be. I, be- I believe so. Said, I trust our election system. I don't know if they can go with majority vote on removal of a president. I'm almost certain so it has to be unanimous. Let me still be up. Linwood, yeah, his account is, but it, yeah, he's banned. He can't post. He can't post anything. They're like I said, they have to scrub everything now. Post was four hours ago. Yeah, that's going to. Yeah, it's six o'clock. So yeah, his tweets eventually. But the other thing that I want to let you know too, I wrote it down on your comment section. Go check out that guy. His we name is at Code is Monkey Z. He's another partner Rather, that works with Linwood, and as reflected he's, in the uh, I forgot which part of Hacker result. Group he has, but he has a lot and of information man. in Dirt, basically. Um, back in 2016, let it play with the American public. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry, to, um, so. Also, uh, it's in your chat, so you'll see it. The Code Monkey Z is, is a very important guy right now. In, in my personal opinion, I think he's pretty relevant because Lynn Wood has been tagging him a lot for a lot of these um, bombshells, if you even want to call him that at this point, because who knows? Like you They know, were really far the out there. I've like, seen some of the we, stuff this we guy need put up. To, <laughs> we just need this stuff to either drop or it, it needs to be done. Because like you said, the whole entire country is at such a divide right now. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, though, I heard that they actually obtained Pelosi's uh, laptop during the siege and uh, have access to her email and so forth. I mean, I'm, that's pro- I don't know how uh, you wow. know that real I that is, but... That. That is, this, I've heard that going around as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know how real there, that there is. There was somebody at, well, who posted a pic on Twitter at her desk. Yeah, so he was hard, lounging. And her email is up and everything. Yeah, like her email, he, he, he said his email, email, like his laptop and emails up, were up. So. Does, does Seth Rich sound uh, familiar to any of you guys? Seth Rich, I can't say I know the name. Mm-mm. Okay, so Seth Rich, this is uh, this is why I was talking about this Code Monkey Z, because he was the one that basically exposed this. I was kind of interested because it just actually dropped last night. But basically, Seth Rich was, uh, he was murdered in 2016, I believe was the time. I'll have to go back through and look through, look at everything. I'll, I'll actually share this in your chat as well. Um, but Joseph Rossetti is the man who actually hired two MS-13 agents to shake down Seth Rich that night. And Seth Rich had mm-hmm. an actual thumb drive on him. Well, the other interesting fact about that is like a couple of days later, those MS-13 agents ended up getting, obviously, cleaned so they ended up as well getting murdered and so um, a couple days later right yeah this this came out and it just dropped last night 19 hours ago is when he uh basically just posted this i'll I'll drop it in your uh, chat right now sure yeah i did read a lot about that um 
Yeah. Like you said, some bombshells. Yeah, that's well. The thing is, Lynn Wood just. I mean, it's just. It's so hard to like because you're literally. I agree. When you look at all this stuff. This. This is what it is. When you look at all this stuff, it is very difficult. Because some of the stuff, when you look at what Lynn Wood was saying, you're like, "There's no. What am I in some kind of fantasy world? This is right. You gotta be crazy." But then you look at like if you would have asked me today or even yesterday, hey, how much you want to put on that they're gonna, you know, put take the capital under siege? They're gonna get into uh, get into uh, the Senate and all this stuff. They're right. gonna take over the buildings. How much you want to put on it that happens? I'm like, dude, you're bonkers. That will never happen. Right. Like you know you, they got security. Yeah. And... Like, dude, there's no way that will ever happen. Right. But somehow <laughs> it happened. You know what I'm saying? So is this stuff? That, you know, Lynn Wood and stuff puts out. It's just like when they say things like, oh, we're going to be arresting Pence for treason and all of this stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, really? You know, it just it Yeah, it is. Some of it is so far-fetched because you just don't know. It. And that's what's crazy is this whole division with these little crazy. It just seems like ghost stories at this point. Like, it, it's it does. So much it really just does. These random chases that just basically is pulling both parties so far aside. You know, you got the left that's basically believing the whole entire election hasn't had no problems at all. But right. back in 2016, they were screaming, Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia, Russia oh, collusion absolutely. and all of this other thing. And then now you have the right saying like almost like what I what I basically just said today is I have never seen two parties flip so opposite of scripts so hard in my life that, you know, you had that whole entire Trump supporters being like, oh, no, we're not going to write. We're not going to do any of this right. and all the other stuff. You know, and I get that, you know, I respect anybody who's, you know, willfully actually doing their First Amendment. That's great. But then it's just like you see today and the events that unfolded mm -hmm. and what you're seeing is such a, it's so many strings are getting pulled and you just you just don't know what to believe. It's anymore. very it's difficult. Very and that's where I said there is, you know, what's kind of, maybe this is a comment that can kind of bring us together in some sense but it's when i think about it in some aspects when you see what's going on because you talk about the flipping of scripts and you know we're talking about how uh you you're probably seeing a lot everybody on social media right now is probably seeing a lot of attack on the right wing about yeah. all the things they said back when the uh riots and stuff were going on yeah back in the and summer antifa and all this stuff like you're seeing a lot of uh, hypocrisy you know and some yeah. of it i have to throw my hands i'm like damn they got a point yeah. you can't, we can, you where's can't the crow yeah, i might as well get lunch but the point is that goes to show you that maybe we're not so different different as we would think you know they do are doing the same thing people over here are upset we you know it does uh, hypocrisy sure but really when it all boils down to maybe there's some common ground in there hey but there obviously needs to be some changes and that's a conversation that i've been willing to you know be open to yeah and but i think there's a lot of things that i'm not open to you know so i i guess the whole thing is maybe there's not much difference in the a lot of the ways that we think in some aspects i think it boils like obviously we were pissed off they went up there they wreaked havoc you know obviously you know antifa or these uh blm groups were pissed off they wreaked havoc um, yeah. Not that I'm advocating for that. I don't even believe that it's a, uh, what do you call it? I don't believe that that's the right way to handle it. I think Cody brought that up earlier. Yeah, when you want to exactly. make your voices heard, you want to go out there, I'm all on board for that. Right. I, I, even when the whole Antifa thing was going on, I was like, hey, if they want to go out there and do their thing, go ahead. I didn't right. have a problem until they started destroying property, burning yeah. down things. Yeah, um, it was counterproductive. Right. It and was... that is one thing, I mean, not to throw shade, 
But a lot of what Antifa and BLM, I seen some of these posts out today that was saying, oh, you know, y'all were saying so much about us tearing up stuff, but look at y'all going in and tearing up the government buildings and stuff. If one thing that if you wanted to point out to the people that Antifa and BLM and things were doing, they were tearing up a lot of these um privately owned businesses right small businesses right you're showing up the people's public private residences this is a government building if you if i'm not again i want to make it very clear i'm not advocating for this but if you wanted to make uh any if you wanted to do anything do it on a public building like something like well they were doing some instance you know they were attacking like uh police precincts and stuff in some cities and stuff like that and uh but that was more about attacking just cops in general. Right. But you know, um, but you're right though. At least they're taking it to the government official, you know, federal buildings in a sense. You know, yeah. they're it's not just public buildings. They're, they've gone to federal buildings. The whole thing because in reality, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm trying to take up for what the actions were today. They were wrong. No, I'm, they no, were wrong. Yeah, they were wrong. You should um, not have stormed it. It should have stayed peaceful outside with your picket fences at minimum. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it led in two people's deaths, and it's no different than every other rally, riot, protest that's ever happened. I mean, if there's even any one death or even one American life that's lost, I mean, I think the whole entire purpose of it it was just it's pointless at this point because it's just you're you're just creating anger and division, and that's all you're going to feel is just that. Right. Well, Cody, you mentioned something earlier on in the show. You said you mentioned something about a distraction. You say the D.C. is kind of distracting us from the real issue that's going on in what New York, was it? Yeah, New York. So H.R. 6666. I know the numbers are very absolutely quite <laughs> comical. Um, but that's another thing that's really interesting is a lot of these numbers are um, their numbers are starting to play uh, tr- starting to take a very big play in what's going on but hr 6666 is basically so i'm going to go over it i have it both basically pulled up i'm going to kind of do some highlights and a little bit of stuff like kind of just summarize it in short if you can you could actually still pull this up right now but this is basically what they're trying to vote and to pass into a law and now with the democrats actually leading the senate they're not going to have any problems right and I, i read up a little bit on this and i don't disagree with you now that you know like you said democrats are in control of the senate it's 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 very passable and um everybody that you know i i i wouldn't even limit it to one group everybody should do a little bit of reading into this uh specific bill because it affects every single one of us not left right middle up down green blue orange it affects every single human in the united states yep so let me go i'm gonna go over the short title this uh, i'm just reading this for verbatim So it says this act may be cited as the COVID-19 testing, reaching, and contacting everyone trace act. Okay, section two, COVID-19 testing and contact tracing using mobile health units. Okay, this is where the FEMA camps come into play, right? Right. So in general, the Secretary of Health and Human Services acting through the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention may award grants to eligible entities to conduct diagnostic testing for COVID-19 to trace and monitor the contacts of infected individuals and to support the quarantine of such contracts through mobile health units and as necessary testing individuals and providing individuals with services related to testing and quarantine at their residence permissible uses of funds a grant recipient under this section may use the grant funds in support of the activities described in succession to hire train compensate and pay the expenses 
of individuals and to purchase personal protective equipment and other supplies. Mm. So, I mean, the PPE is going to be a good thing, which is, you know, that's still what we need. Right, that's beneficial to everyone. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's been a problem since in the very beginning. But we got the ventilators. We have everything that we get good to go. But (laughs) PPE is still good. But um, the other, let me. I'm gonna kind of probably mute this and then kind of read back through a little bit because there's there's a lot to this. But I highly doubt. I mean, I highly encourage you guys to look at this. Um, It wouldn't be a bad idea for you, Kev, to actually pull it up and look it look it up on your actual computer since you have it right next to you so you can actually follow along with it. Uh, yeah and usually sure, yeah, put, the, uh, put the link in the chat there yep other people right can there. follow along as well if they'd like yeah so you know the and some that i'd like to point out about the hr6666 i think it's four sixes <laughs> yep. but um so uh some that i'd like to point out about the specific build that it specifies is that you know the they're basically getting you to sign off on their ability as a government figure to track you and your interactions. I mean, basically every move you make, especially if, you, if you've contracted it. And, you know, part of this bill also states that any child under the age of 11, they can vaccinate with the COVID vaccine without parent consent or knowledge. They do not have to give any parental notice. They can just do it. And, uh, you know, I personally would go insane over that like that would that that would enrage me beyond belief like i would go super saiyan 4 full-blown dragon ball z out my front yard i would be so infuriated if this occurred the way that the way that i think about that is the i mean it's no different than that california bill that they were just basically passing to no actually in my state if i'm not mistaken is basically that um would allow basically kids at a certain age to discretional get their sex change operation without their parent consent right is a huge red flag for me and i'm like whoa why was this and you know this is all like that well some of this stuff isn't so hard to believe even with them going on voting on removing terms like father mother i read that policy um, push that bill forward and and a woman yeah so we're gonna you know it seems like there's attack on the what you would call the nuclear family um in this country so that's definitely something to be concerned about we're going to cover that a little bit on Monday, but doesn't it so. and but like you said we'll cover it a little bit but does, doesn't that just break down the culture of a society in a sense yeah. like so i mean let's, let's talk about these eligible ent- entities here um here. back back on these hr6666 so a federally <laughs> quarantine health center so a lot of these are going to be pretty you know common sense you should know what is going to be an eligible entity okay a little bit but a federally qualified health center as defined in section 1861 of the social security act okay be a social based uh, a school based health clinic so this is where you're talking about Jamie this is the other like the red flag ordeal right so that's another huge area um see a disproportionate share hospital as de- so I think these share hospitals are these going to be these little FEMA camps. I'm not too sure if that's the, they're what they're going to try to call them, but no, they'll come up with me, some fancy PR term to make the public yeah, at they're, ease. They're, you know, they want to change the their verbiage so that you're not fearful. But that, if we all know, like this is a big, big no no in anybody's eyes. You know, especially if you have kids, you don't want them to be you know unwillingly vaccinated, especially without your your approval and or consent right d is an academic medical center e is a nonprofit organization including any such faith-based organization organization so that's another huge thing that's for me is like wow so now we're 
they're going to actually be able to take control over actual some churches and basically anything that's going to be religious, which is, you know, protected in our constitution. So um, an institution of higher education, um, not too sure. Yeah, they're going to, con- well, with that, they're basically stating for you to attend a college, you must be vaccinated. That's what this bill is trying to certify. Wow. So to go in person to college on campus, you must be vaccinated. So that's part of what they're, what's adding yeah. into that as well. And that's, like you said, like we spoke, what, what was it, two episodes ago, Bleary, about uh, okay. mandated vaccines? Yes. And we were stating, you know, we've obviously shared our opinions on that episode, so feel free, you know, to go back and scroll and check it out. But, um, you know, we were saying how crazy is that thought of it actually being practical? You know, like, is it doable? Does it infringe on your rights? How can it infringe if they pass the bill that, you know, gives them the loophole to do it? Yeah, I don't necessarily uh, see this passing because it's so crazy, but at the same time, well, it's sometimes it's not even about passing some of this stuff. It's about pushing the envelope as far as they can. See how so far they see if so. It's like what do they? What, there's an old saying: you shoot for the moon, you land among the stars. You know, <laughs> you know what I, that I mean, you're not wrong though. Like, goes. yeah, that's how it, it's kind of. You can almost apply the same thing. You push it so far to where you're hoping, hey, well, you know, we didn't get exactly what we wanted quote unquote but hey we found somewhere we, we got we moved moved a little bit further or closer to that right. agenda whatever that may be right and like you said whatever that may be now cody do you have any insight on what the uh agreeing of to the objection is on with the uh congress here um on the um i'm sorry on the uh hr 666 no 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 the uh congressional uh hearing that's going on right now with the uh amendment 25 um, I have a little bit of it actually still going up, but I don't have it over. Doing okay, so it looks like the Democrats and the Republicans and so forth are actually currently voting on agreeing to the objection motion. Um, it doesn't state what the motion is currently, but I assume that it's a. Uh... They just rejected Arizona's. Um, so this is why I said this Ron guy is pretty important because he posted like everything before I even get to see it. So this is really interesting. So I'll go. Um, what he just talked about was let me pull this up here. And usually um, when they're at scenes like this, folks at home, there is no audio really happening when they're counting the votes. It's usually they're reading off like the names of the states and they are yep. just saying, all right, this person voted yay or nay, yay or nay. So you- they usually cut the audio feed at this particular moment. They just throw it up as here is the cap- big caption screen. Now, did you guys see the meltdown that happened at the Pennsylvania Senate um, yesterday night, if I'm not mistaken, with all the voting of whether or not to um, object or certify the election results? Um, no, I actually missed that last night. Um, uh, you know, that was the, the podcast keeps us pretty busy, meltdown. so we can't catch everything. But uh, you know, right, we definitely right, felt right, the, right. <laughs> felt the need to cover some of this I de- stuff today. I definitely- I encourage you to go look at that because it was really interesting just seeing what they do and what I'm going to – and I'm air quoting they because the Democrats. I'm just I'm being realistic sure. here. Um, <laughs> so when they're having this happen, okay, they that party and the whole entire Senate, I have never seen a Senate video actually ever get so rowdy. The, these actual senators were screaming. 
It almost wow, looked like a day in Parliament. They throw a shoe it, across yeah, the room. It was wild. <laughs> I was like, "This is more rowdy than some of the Antifa events that's happening." Right now. These are our elected officials. You ain't seen a man in a suit move so fast. <laughs> yeah. So objection to Arizona election results fails in the Senate. So they obviously just got rid of that. So gotcha. Arizona is probably going to stay Biden. Whatever that means to anybody, at this point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we'll see what it comes to, and I'm sure we'll, we're going to continue to follow this um, hearing today um, as well and see what they actually come up with when it comes to, into, uh, you know, the removal or possible impeachment of, you know, I guess you could say our current president, Donald Trump, because it's not official yet that he is removed, but they have pushed that envelope forward that, you know, that is out there. So that is something that they'll look into. And like I said, I do believe it has to be a unanimous vote, um, so it's not likely he will be removed, but it's not impossible. I mean, they may just say he's got two weeks left. Let him, let's finish it out with close monitoring or something, you know. So we'll see what's what. Um, I'm, you know, today has been a lot. <laughs> I mean, really and, and, you know, I'm sorry, you know, to the folks at home because we're learning as we're going as well because there's so much developing news right now around everything. You know, there's obvious journalists out there digging for every bit of information we have Cody with us, thankfully, who has been kind of at home digging for information, you know, finding what he can get as well and helping, you know, piece some of this stuff together with us because, like Kevin, uh, Kevin said earlier, this is so impromptu of a stream here for us. Typically, you know, we don't do live recordings or anything like that, but here we are. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I, I do know we'll closely monitor this. I think we're... Uh, about finished up with our live stream today we don't have too many like topics going yeah, is there you know, anything so. else that you wanted to go over uh cody anything else that you didn't get to bring up that you wanted to speak on uh you know okay i'll just i'll kind of touch a little bit on the here basis just because I, he says oh here we go yeah oh gosh so well let's talk about let's talk about the the censorship of our, our president of the united states okay sure. that is pretty huge and i think that what we need to understand at the, at what is at play here is you are seeing a huge disconnect right now, and I I I consider it almost I I don't even know what you would consider this, but this is huge because the president can no longer communicate with his people, and this has all been an act of play for a while, and mm -hmm. so it's interesting because um, the code red ordeal yeah. that a lot of people don't really know about, the code red was is the whole entire ordeal, and I, I I'm only going to say that a lot of time because I don't want to repeat it anymore, but code red is all meant to actually just you, you no longer need to because. That his Twitter was literally meant to kind of bring a lot of these things to light. Like we we saw his misspellings. We saw how tw Donald Trump actually acted on Twitter. And Donald Trump, I mean, let's be honest. He even though he's a he's a goon and he does his gaffes, but he was an honest man and he never really like tried to steer us wrong or actually lie blatantly to our face. He he always tried to actually just you know this is what's happening, you know, with the election results and all the other things. And then you have the Georgia guy that was talking about piece of papers, the Dominion machine saying we need to have forensic audits of all, all the election, which right. I think this is what we need. We need this. I mean, go hire that dude. That dude was so obsessed with just one piece of paper. He didn't even, <laughs> like, 
It, it was crazy. I've never seen some guy well, talk about paper so much. He should have worked for Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> but like you said, though, you know, it's definitely a disconnect. Um, and and you know, like you said, entering into that uh, phase, um, uh, it definitely seems like they were prepping to uh, push, the, you know, the Twenty Fifth Amendment here and uh, you know, exercise this right. It's like it, they were already had this discussion, which it was probably you know whispering. They're like, oh, when I get back in that building. He's ass is out of there. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, like I, obviously, they were probably discussing some of these things on what they can do to control. So they were already probably pre-planning to initiate. Hey, we need to disconnect because if he does get on Twitter and say, "Hey, they're look, they're fixing to remove me," it could cause a bigger scene out in the streets mm-hmm. of DC. So you know that is definitely something that we should all closely monitor. We should definitely monitor you know what's going on here within the Congress hearing between the House and uh, how. The representatives here in the cong- congressional hearing here and uh, see what is the outcome. I don't know that they'll actually get an agreement on the amendment this evening. They'll probably reconvene in the morning once again because it I is late so, tonight. Uh, um, I think so. And, uh, you know, so we're just going to closely monitor it. So feel free to check our page. Check us on Spotify. Um, where else are we located on audio only? Oh, we, I mean, pretty much anywhere you find your podcast. I okay. Spotify, Anchor, um, Bullhorn. I mean, pretty much anywhere. <laughs> we're, out there. Yeah, we're out there. And then, you know, share some you of your thoughts on them in the comments as well. Sure. Go ahead, Cody. You have wanted I, to add I, something? I want to pick, pick your guys' brain. I, what, I, what I didn't understand is um, I was not expecting the response in DC to be what it was. Why did the uh, Pentagon say, no, 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 no. We're not sending in the National Guard. Well, from that my understanding, we well, actually—it's well, weird that you asked. Or, or did you have something more to add to that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, cut I, you I off. got a little bit more. more right, go ahead. Because, go ahead. You know, we have every okay. I mean, we have the highest-ranking officials and VIPs in one room in the most secure building in the in the in our country, right? That's the most secure building supposed to be. Or in we our should country. be, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we we brag. Like, it was funny because they literally just reconvened the Senate, and that was literally what they're talking about. They're talking about, oh, we got it. You know, this is all of the third world countries are looking at us, and this is the place, the price of promise and hope. And they look at this building, and they see that, and then they saw today. And to me, that seems like there's a lot of actors that are going behind the screen screens because if we have National Guard getting activated in Kenosha over just let's a BLM riot or whatever, you know. And they got activated pretty quickly, but we have the most important building in the United States, and the they they didn't get activated. That, it, it well, she really activated fishy. the National Guard yesterday, actually, and the Pentagon did approve um, more troops as far as the National Guard as well for D.C. But it seemed like they had trouble getting the National Guard there. Uh, and which is the craziest thing because it's our nation capital. You would assume there's soldiers right. everywhere. Um, but they had difficulty. So they sent out the FBI to assist. They sent, um, I know personally from Virginia, we sent up 200 state troopers to the border of D.C. right at Alexandria and um, Arlington. So we had a two, we sent up 200 state troopers up there to kind of help a right. little bit just because if it did tread, I know we set a curfew out in that area as well this evening. So, like, you know, other states were also chipping in because it seemed like, like you said, the National Guard wasn't um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Their present presence wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. And it could have been more that they geared the limited resources of the Guard that they had towards protecting some of the senators and things like this, you know, so they were like, hey, we have them in a safe house, let's, you know, 
Well, there's heard a bunch of different reports about this. I mean, my, I, I don't see how we didn't kind of anticipate this a little bit more. Sure. Maybe they weren't expecting it to go this route, but they should have been seeing something transpiring. And even if they didn't, they should have been prepared. But I just wanted to get out this point. There's a lot of conflicting reports out there. I mean, I've heard things sometimes go far as um, that the police, the Capitol Police, were actually moving barricades out the way to let these people. Well, through. I mean, but I've seen, I've seen, I've, I've heard it, and there was there was one video where yeah, a guard heard, was yeah, in this door. It was one guard. Like if one police officer standing in the door, and there's a mob of fifty or more, I like was a hundred, and they just he kept having to walk back up and up more flights of stairs because there was so many of them he couldn't just stand there and you know right. put risk his it's life in that sense. But I think there should have been a little bit more precaution with this whole event. I mean, yeah, even with the Trump spoke at the so, event today, and so earlier today, they yes, have a little bit more protections. So I don't mean to interrupt you, Kevin, but I want to touch right right on that because it's really interesting because you said we should have been more prepared. Well, would I don't know if you remember, but a little a little word to the grapevine. Hey, now Twitter, you're not going to find it, but tw- Donald Trump did post about this. We knew all about this rally. He kind of did plan it, but he also did say that he was going to have a lot of military personnel there to protect their Trump supporters because of such a, you know, all the bad stuff that's been happening to his rallies, you know, mm-hmm. his, you know, Rand Paul getting accosted on election night and all yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that basically getting attacked. So that's what gets me is, is like, why are we having the president of the United States saying he's actually going to basically mobilize more security, more military people to this event when there was no, nothing like there was just Capitol Police. And then, like you guys said, until Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of you know, DC basically called for all the extra assistance and it was right. all, you know, officers. Yeah. It, and it was a lot of, like you said, it was all officers and they had to send in physical, like you said, officers, because like there was very little to no presence of the national guard anywhere. It seemed like they came through later and they actually got them out of the Senate building and so forth. And they started smoking them out with flashbangs and tear gas and so forth, which I'm amazing. They were, some of these people were able to get back inside here to, uh, you know, have this hearing and um, 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 amidst all of the chaos today. I mean, I don't know. If- well, it wasn't very. They were very adamant about getting to getting to uh, finish this vote out. Right. Um, this is something that they 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 were definitely going to have it done one way or the other. But uh, nonetheless, you know, it's getting a little late here in the evening, guys. I'm sorry. Again, um, if there's a few of uh, technical issues, we're going to be wrapping up the show here. Um, there's a few technical issues. We may have some skip frames. Um, sorry about that. Uh, this was an impromptu kind of uh, live conversation we wanted to have. Oh, the audio version will be out. Yeah. Um, now, you put, guys are saving this, right? This yeah, will it, be saved recorded. and put back yes, on. Yes, we have, we have an archive. Backup, so everything is saved. Um, so we'll be able to look back on this or maybe even re-upload if we need to. Yes. Um, so we, we'll take care of that on our end. But anybody who tuned in, thanks for uh, taking a look at the video. I know it's kind yes. of uh, unexpected. Um, it was kind of the whole day, I believe, you could yeah. say it's unexpected. In the route that it took. You're, you're not right, wrong. In the route that it took. You know, I didn't expect – I expected to be here something about so-and-so – uh, Trump supporters clash with Antifa. Like that's what the headlines I was thinking. Not 
that we've infiltrated, right. <laughs> you know, our government buildings. But nonetheless, um, we're just going to keep a close eye on this. We'll see what happens and what comes out tomorrow. There's still everything's so fresh. Sometimes it's easy to start making assumptions and make. Um, you're just things. grabbing yeah, for information, grabbing, and yeah. next thing you know, you have this yeah. booklet. Oh, let me go get my aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> foil hats, boys. Foil hats. Cody, I definitely uh, want to say thank you to you, sir, for coming in. Just chiming in. It was nice for you to call into the show and kind of uh, have. Have a little bit of a dialogue and hear what you're thinking on your end over there on the opposite side of the country so thank you a lot for uh calling in and participating in the this evening's episode really appreciate oh that. um i'm so sorry i i thank you so much for having me i yeah. just want to say one other thing too well were you guys uh did you guys see anything else that was happening as far as like any other capitals or anything like that it was so i'll just kind of touch a little bit because i'm all the way in the other washington but it was really interesting because our governor was very very dictator very left we're still closed <laughs> down actually right and we're not even opened up until i think like the 22nd i don't even know what the he's extending it to is probably just indefinitely at this point <laughs> screw it his this is the new norm it is a is a his his private mansion basically got stormed and uh that his whole entire basically residence got overran as well and it wasn't just it's like, like a page DC. Out of I mean, there was McConnell's a book. huge uproar everywhere in the nation and a lot of places and especially like sacramento was really huge too hmm. so look into a little bit yeah, of that we'll have too, to take a look at that see if we can bring it up on some of uh, monday's show um in the meantime uh is there anything that you want to plug any social media anybody where they can follow you you want to get out your twitter handle or something like that um let's uh you know i'll pop i'll pop it in on the uh parlor and um i'll just i use parlor a little bit more frequently since sure. uh, i mean twitter is really actually now basically just really censored a sure. lot let me uh go pull up because this is all news to me i mean i wasn't even think censorship well you can definitely share it in the chat this. and cody and yeah, i believe we I'm can pull it and throw it in the uh description as well your handle as well and um perfect or you can just send it to you send it to me directly you know via message and um yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get, you it get it. And it, link it up. Up. You know, if you get it pulled up, we'll definitely go ahead and let you plug that. Definitely, uh, if anybody wants to follow you, uh, that would be great. Um, but nonetheless, you know, that's pretty much going to wrap up tonight's show as yep. we're coming closing in 11 p.m. over here on the East Coast. Uh, hopefully, it seems like everything's kind of winding down for the evening. So we're going to see what transpires, what comes of this for tomorrow. Again, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we're really pushing hard to get to those 100 subs. Um, a lot of people say, Kevin, why are you so focused on the 100 subs? Well, we're looking to get a custom URL link. You, when you reach that 100 sub mark, you get a custom URL link through YouTube. So that's something that I wanted to uh, get to. Uh, but uh, so it, please subscribe. That means a lot to us here on the K2 Podcast. If you need anything, uh, you can always reach us at K2Podcast at Yahoo.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin Kirby K2 and also on Instagram at Kevin Kirby K2. Um, any other things uh, that you guys need, reach out. Uh, again, thank you for uh, tuning in this evening. Remember to like this video. You can subscribe to our channel. It greatly mean a lot. We'll see you guys on Monday. Uh, that'll be this Monday. I'm not 100% sure on the time, but it will be Monday. We're expecting around 7 to 8 p.m. Um, it'll be a pre-recorded episode, so it may get up around 9, 10 at night. We'll see exactly how it plays Sounds about out. Accurate. Um, but it could be a little earlier, a little later, but uh, definitely on Monday we'll have a new episode of the K2 Podcast out so thanks in for uh checking out tonight's broadcast you guys have a great night and thanks so much for tuning in cody thanks for being on the show and jay catch you on the flip side <laughs> as always hey thanks guys